Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry What the Podcast. I am Ashley Sleek, and this is my 30th episode. That's right, the big 3-0, as in a 30, flirty, and thriving, and I am feeling that. Hello, so excited to be here with you all today. No matter what you're doing, whether it's going for a walk or just laying in your bed, driving in your car, hiding out from someone, any of those fun things. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you just need a break from everybody else in the world. So please take that break with me because I think it will be significantly more fun. And I stand by that. (laughs) It's so crazy because right now on TikTok, the girl who's actually plays young um, Jennifer is all over my freaking for you page. And I feel so stinking old with her. But it's fun because I don't know. She's so cute and I like watching her TikToks and it's kind of fun. And I hope she has a thriving career. I really don't know what she did after that, but I feel like she's been in a few TV shows or so she says on her TikTok, but it's crazy. And now um, I am the big 3-0, which is kind of ironic because today I had to ask my mom how old I am and how old I'm turning. And she was like, you could just do the math from being born in 92. And I said that was too much work. So um, moral of the story is, is I'm turning 28 uh, in a few weeks here. And I was like, ew, I'm basically 30. <laughs> but I'm just kidding. I'm excited to be getting older, I guess. I think it's fun. Um, I think it's so funny to think about where I thought I was going to be. I mean, I definitely remember saying so many times I thought I'd be married by 23, which I don't even know. I have to do the math. If Jimmy and I were dating when I was 23, I think we started dating maybe right before I turned 24. So maybe, I don't know, math's hard. I don't feel like doing it. That's why I was a comms major. So um, <laughs> I, yeah, it's just, it's just really weird to, um, I don't know. It's hard to reflect on your own life and you're like, oh God, I'm getting older. I think this is why I always get depressed. I mean, I always get depressed, but I get like extra depressed in October, but it's a weird version of depressed where it's very angry, I think. It's a it's very angry and sad. It's kind of a lot. Like I just get really angry and then I get sad about being angry, you know, but this is definitely the month where um where I fight bitches. And it's not and I'm not necessarily saying that you are a bitch if I fight you during this month. It's just like I don't know, it just happens. I I I don't know. I'm sorry. Although I think I'm getting a little bit more self-awareness, which is making me stop. Not every fight is a fight, you know, and I can just be quiet sometimes. But I don't know. I just feel like if I sister snap on you in the month of October, then it's normal. Now, you know, you're my friend. But if we weren't friends before, then we're not friends. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's spooky season. Oh, my God. My neighbors have the funniest display outside their house right now. So it's like a normal card table set up with a bunch of chairs. And then there's four skeletons, skeletons, there's four skeletons out there and they're drinking Corona beers. Is that not so funny? I mean, I don't know if me describing it to you was as funny as me walking down the street and seeing it today. And yes, flex, I went for a walk today. Finally, look who's coming out of her depressed cave, bitches. She's here. She's walking, waking my way downtown. Um, so anyways, yeah, they I thought that was so funny. I've seen them do that before, but I think they were just drinking 
I think they have wine glasses or something out there. The fact that it's Corona beers during the Corona virus is just so funny. And, you know, is anyone else just kind of over this shit yet? You know what I mean? Apparently, Donald Trump says he's immune. And um, yeah, so I guess that means we just get to like drain him of his blood or something. And he's got the miracle cure in there. Isn't that what happens in like zombie movies and shit? I don't know. I don't know, you guys. I'm going to refrain from talking about him because he just, like, fucking pisses me off so much. It's, like, not even fun. It's, like, at some point where you got kind of over-talking shit about Kanye West and you're, like, ah, you kind of just feel bad for him because he's, like, just, like, he's got so much going on. And I don't necessarily feel bad for Trump. I'm just kind of, like, over his shit. That being said, I might talk about him next podcast. I'm just saying today I'm over it. Um, I want to talk more about spooky season because I'm pumped and everybody's talking about what they're wearing on Halloween. And... It must be so crazy to be in college right now. Well, I guess it was crazier to be kids. But I just remember Halloween was like a month long event. It was the three days before Halloween, the three days after, not three days, the three Friday, Saturday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, the week before Halloween, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, the week after Halloween were just the parties and you had to all have all these costumes. And I know that kind of died out of doing all of them, but I mean, there were some gems and I'm really enjoying on TikTok right now. People are flexing their old costumes and I just don't really know how to edit that yet. Even though I have done video editing for a long time, I just TikTok editing sounds scary. So I would really like to do it. Maybe I can hire someone in the Gen Z era to come help me out do TikTok. Um, but I mean, I had some good ones. Julie Robinson, you know, now Schmidt used to uh for a few years she would plan the costumes and I really appreciated that so we were Pac-Man I was Mrs. Pac-Man and she was a ghost there was a year we were Mario and Luigi there was another year that her and her little and sorority they were thing one and thing two and then I had FOMO so I was cat in the hat and honestly great costume all those pictures though don't know where my eyes are uh (laughs) I was Tinkerbell one year I think And I love that costume because my hair is up in a bun and I sweated all the time at those parties. You guys, I was just thinking about college also because I saw this meme that was like, nothing is more freaky than a drunk girl who's into you. (sighs) Facts. (laughs) The desperation of Smashley was... um, she was crazy. She was crazy. Sometimes I just miss her energy, you know? Like now I get drunk and I cry. And that's just like not as fun. I mean, I get drunk and I'm fun, but now at some point, usually I cry or something happens, but I not, not all the time. I don't want to say don't party with me because I'm a crier 24 seven. I just feel like in college that that happened a few times, but not as much as it does now. Just want to be drunk and run around and like meet new people and then like awkwardly see them on campus and then walk the other direction and then you know, we followed each other that night on Instagram and said we're going to be best friends. And now to this day, I just like like some of their photos, you know, and and sometimes I respond to their stories when I'm drunk and tell them that they're pretty because that is another one of my favorite drunk moves. And uh, yeah, it's also kind of weird, you know, that I guess what I was saying was it must be weird to not have all these events to plan for. And if you're still planning for big parties, stop. Don't do that. COVID is very real. So I don't know. I'm hoping to have a few friends over. I'm hoping Jimmy and I have an apartment by that point. It's kind of my dream and the clock is ticking. And I was hoping to have a few friends over. Birthdays are hard this year because 
obviously for everybody. For me, I like to have all of my friends, you know, at a party together, which is obviously a no-no. So I've just been trying to strategize how to see everybody. And I feel bad because I haven't started yet. I feel like I needed the whole month of October and I've been slacking and I feel like my birthday is going to extend till December and no one's mad about that because I like to really think it through, you know, if I'm going to see somebody and I want to make sure we're safe or socially distant. But then sometimes I'm like, OK, should I see someone right after that? Should I wait two weeks? I don't know, you guys. I know there's a lot of worse things happening with this pandemic, but it's really affecting my social life. So the struggle's real. I have to let you guys know that it's been hard for me to get dive into spooky season like I want to because at work we are so into Christmas right now and I'm actually a little late to the game on Christmas like not really but I just feel very stressed at work about holiday season so it's just really weird to be fully experiencing Halloween in the way I would like to also I fully understand my mom in the retail world um our whole lives and yeah I don't know I'm just stressed out (laughs) not that anyone who's works with me that's listening to this should think I like don't love my job because I do I'm just saying that it's very weird to be so nervous about holiday shopping and all that happening when I'm just just want to embrace October I did go to my first pumpkin patch and that was great and I loved that I think I might have mentioned that in the last podcast but um I'm excited yes so as I mentioned Jimmy and I are looking for apartments so everyone keep their fingers crossed I hope by the next time I am on with you we have one and we're moving in I'm stressed about that I can't wait to be stressed about moving my stuff which I already kind of am and granted obviously a lot of my stuff is still packed from my big old move back from Oregon but I did move in a lot of shit into this room in my parents house and yeah I'm just thinking about I think I keep thinking that everything's good to go because I have all this stuff already packed away, but it's all this other shit that's unpacked that I have to start getting to. And I don't know, I'm excited, you guys. I feel that when you have lived apart from your partner for this long, and I know people have lived apart longer, but it's been three years almost since we've lived in the same area and I miss him. I miss him all the time. I told my mom today, I said, I can't wait to be tired of him. I can't wait to be like, yeah, you go back to Petaluma because I don't want to see your ugly face. I'm just kidding. Jimmy is never ugly. He is a perfect specimen of a human being. But I don't know. I'm just really excited, you guys. So everyone put the good vibes out there that we find something that's not going to make me um, have to go back to eating Top Ramen like I'm in college. (laughs) And let's talk about some celebrity shit. Oh, my God. Uh, Honey, sorry, I just dropped my pen and it was just like really dramatic. So speaking of dramatics, wow, is the guy that Demi Lovato was supposed to marry that she was engaged to, this Max dude, he is like falling apart, you guys. I'm sorry, what? Like this guy is being so dramatic. So there's pictures of him plastered all over social media right now of him at the beach that he proposed to Demi and he's like crying and he just looks miserable and you're like, okay, so we're going to believe that this isn't staged. I don't know. I'm just, I'm not saying that I wouldn't cry hysterically if Demi Lovato decided to not marry me because I get it. She's a queen and icon of beauty, but do we have to be this 
dramatic. And as I said in the last time we discussed this, you know, with Eloy, that the fact that he had to bring up what movie he was in, it just seems like a lot. So basically, a source has told E! News that she's having all sorts of issues with Max not leaving her alone. Apparently, he's been trying to get into contact with her and the family. And I guess everyone's had to block him. We've all had that one dude, right? Like, I hope it's just one for everyone. I think I've had a few of my friends, boyfriends that you have to block too. And you're like, fuck, dude, I want to get involved today. But now I have to block your ass and your cat and your dog's Instagram and your cousin and all of them because you guys are too much. So um, I guess she's in contact with lawyers now on what to do. And it's just like so unfortunate because, you know, she's been through so much and we were kind of excited for her to get engaged. I feel like we were all cautiously optimistic, like, oh, who's this guy? It's not Wilmer. So I don't know if we're into it, but I, you know, obviously she got out early. Thank God this guy's nuts. Um, The source continued by saying that Demi wants no contact with Max at this point. She's completely embarrassed at the way he's been acting and putting their relationship on blast via social media and that she wants nothing to do with him. I mean, I wouldn't either. The thing is, is we've seen several celebrity breakups. I mean, so many. It just keeps me up at night thinking about how sad I am that we lost. I will never, ever get over Liam and Miley. And if something comes out about, you know, either of them hurting the other one, I'm going to be very upset. And you might say that there's already things out there, but I'm choosing not to believe them. So leave me alone. But I'm just saying that this one wasn't one we were all mourning. And with her, you know, trying to make like this comeback, her new music is so good, by the way. And I'm like, I'm just not interested in this Max bitch. Like, I just think she's thriving on her own. And it's obvious with the way he's handling it that he wants some attention because nobody puts their significant other on blast like this through social to not get attention. Am I right? I mean, come on. I know I'm right. I don't have to. I don't have to. I don't need you to tell me. I know I'm right. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, we found out some other very interesting information this week. And we all know, of course, that Kim Kardashian was once Paris Hilton's um, assistant. But did you know that Khloe Kardashian was actually once Nicole Richie's assistant? And when you think this is the most shocking information, I'm going to hit you with this one. So Khloe Kardashian went on a podcast hosted by a friend named Simon. And Khloe was talking about how they met. And Khloe says that they met being assistants in this dude, Simon was Jonathan. I don't even know how to pronounce his last name, like Chabon's assistant, AKA the food God, AKA Kim Kardashian's other little puppy, her firstborn child who literally would just follow her around and has like the fakest face alive. Did you guys even know that he was worthy of an assistance before keeping up with the Kardashians. I had no idea this guy had any fame or, you know, anything worthwhile whatsoever going on in his life until he was on keeping up the Kardashians, but he was famous enough to have an assistant and Chloe was someone else's assistant. Isn't that so freaking weird? I also find it so funny because Chloe describes it as like her and Nicole were really good friends. And Nicole was doing the simple life and, you know, her life got a little out of control, so she needed an assistant. And Chloe needed a job, so she just went for it. But I want you to, like, sit here and honestly think about this for just a minute. Are there any of your friends that you would hire as your personal assistant? 
I guess when you pick a maid of honor, that's kind of like picking a personal assistant, right? I mean, they're basically the same thing. They're just unpaid. But, you know, I mean, as much as I think I was the right choice for my sister, as far as a personal assistant goes, no shade to her. I just don't know who I would pick as a personal assistant. Probably my friend Aaron Collins or Kim. They're very organized. I feel like um, Julie would run my life in a very, uh, a very good way. I think with Eloy and George, um, there would always be wine. And I love that. It's just so funny. I just can't imagine having (laughs) anyone like my friends be my assistant. I'd feel so weird about that. But I I guess I guess that's what famous people do. And then their assistants become famous. So I guess if I was famous and I had a friend who wanted to become famous, then maybe I'd hire them as my assistant. So if any of my friends want to get famous and let me ride their coattails, I, I have an extensive resume of being Ziggy the Wine Gal's assistants once and being a maid of honor three times. And I feel like that should give me the street cred I deserve to be your assistant. I'm just, I'm sorry, what? I don't know how I would think that to be like, hey, you know, friend, do you want to be my assistant? Like, no, I don't know. So weird. How do you get paid? Who who decides how much money you make? How much who decides how much money you should get paid, by the way, because that person knows how rich you are, too. So if you try to be like, oh, I'll pay you 10 bucks an hour, I'll be like, "Okay, well, you make 100 bucks an hour. So no, thank you. You know what I mean? It's just weird. Uh, You know, we were talking about exes a little bit earlier, of course, with Demi and her what I'm calling stalker Max now. But our girl Cardi, she's also made her way back to an ex. She has found herself kissing Offset during a lavish birthday party one month after filing for divorce. So obviously I can't just let this slide without going like COVID. Hello. I, I you know, I, I, it's confusing to me when the words lavish party are in an article after the month of March in 2020. I just am very confused. But we're going to look past that to just talk about this in general because Cardi B and Offset are just one of those couples, I guess, that just break up and get back together every five seconds. And I feel like they're giving me whiplash. And I want to sit here and hate on her, but I really can't. In the same way, you're kind of like, you feel bad for Chloe too with Tristan Thompson and stuff. It's just hard, I would imagine, if you share a child together. That person has already been through like one of the toughest situations. I would imagine, I don't know, I'm, I'm not planning on giving birth, but it looks very difficult. And then, you know, raising a kid together, I feel like you never lose feelings for that person. That's not to say that you guys can't both move on and find new people. Obviously, I have seen, um, you know, many parents of divorce that move on and marry better people in most cases, some cases not better. I don't want to be shady. I'm just saying that it happens. And I just feel like there's something that always bonds you that person, right? I don't know. I just would imagine you shared a human being with that person. So anyways, I'm just saying it's got to be hard for her. And I feel like, especially when it's out of your control, I would imagine that being cheated on or being dumped, you know, and dumb such a harsh word, but being broken up with, I would imagine it's just so hard to get over that breakup because you weren't the one who got to say you were done and you didn't really get a say 
in the relationship. It's kind of like watching Chriselle on um, Selling Sunset when Justin Hartley or whatever just dumps her and breaks off their marriage. And she's like, well, shit, like I didn't even know where our fight was that big and I know it was ending. So I'm sure that Cardi really misses him. And I know she kind of dumped him, but it seems like it's more because of his actions and what she probably felt like she had to do. So it's tough. It's tough. I feel bad for them is what I'm saying. It's what I'm getting at. It's how my cookie is crumbling right now. I also saw this quote, though, that was interesting um, from So She Slays on Instagram. I suggest following them. I follow them and they always post great quotes and just like lady inspiring shit. But it says, stop reopening the door for toxic people and calling it seeking closure. I have such a problem with the closure term because I just don't believe that anyone ever gets it. I'm so convinced that that just doesn't happen and it's just an excuse to talk back with someone that you loved. So I'm just not buying it. Like I get so afraid that one day Jimmy's going to be like, I don't know. I just think I need some closure for my ex and I'm going to flip my shit. And it's not saying that it's not to say that you don't love the person that you're with. I just I don't know. It makes it makes me question this whole closure thing, because I think every time I went to get closure, quote unquote, with Jared, I just ended up getting back together with him because I was like, ah, kind of miss this, kind of miss this attention. I do remember that when Nate and I broke up, like it felt weird because that breakup was so strange. It was just kind of unexpected. Like I got over there for Christmas. We gave each other Christmas presents and then You know, I think we were just having a conversation and suddenly I realized that this guy wasn't it and I left. But a part of me kind of thought when I left in this fury that he was going to chase after me. And don't tell me, women, men, how you identify out there. You've never thought about this or done it before. But sometimes you leave to see if you're going to get chased. And I think that was that that at the time. That's what I think I was doing. I was like, okay, well, it seems like this guy doesn't give a shit about me. So maybe if I just like storm out of here, I'll know. And if he doesn't come after me, then that's it. And like, look, is that a great strategy? Not all the time. I feel like men are kind of dumb. Um, I don't want to, I never dated a woman, so I don't know. But you know, I, <laughs> it's hard to base all of that on that, but actually it ended up being true because I really feel like if, If that person cared at the time, then he would have chased after and he would have fought for it and he didn't. And then, you know, which obviously ended up being the best thing ever because Jimmy's definitely my soulmate. But it was just like this weird thing. And for a while, because I just kind of like left it, I wanted to talk more about it. And I remember feeling that way for a few years and even even dating Jimmy. I still there was still times where I still felt this lack of like closure, quote unquote. And then at some point, I think I just realized and and thinking about it more that that's just not going to happen. You're not going to get that satisfaction ever. They're just not going to give it to you. And sometimes you do have a nice, clean break convo. But I don't know. I feel like early on in my advice giving, I used to I used to seriously believe in closure. But as I'm getting older, I just think it's a pile of kapooey. I just think that, you know, that person broke up with you and that shit sucks. And You just have to get over it. And one day you will. It might take a long ass time too, but one day you will get over it and you are just mad and you want closure. You want to yell. You want to scream. But I recommend just getting a therapist 
I think that's the best option here. You're never going to get what you want. I, the amount of times I feel like I've said that sentence right there, like you're just not going to get what you want out of it. And by the way, that's not just boyfriends or girlfriends or other relationships. I mean, friendships sometimes, you know, you you expect something out of a friend and people will show you that they just won't be that person. And then you have to decide, do you, do you want that in your life or do you not? It's a very interesting, I feel like life is just one big long game of who do you want to be friends with and who do you want in your life? And who do you just not? And sometimes it's very unexpected and you just never thought that person wasn't going to be there. But at some points, same as a relationship breakup. I mean, you get you don't get in a relationship knowing you're going to break up. Although I would argue with Jared, I kind of always knew it was going to end. And I, I feel bad for that sometimes. Um, But, you know, whatever. So anyways, I guess that's my dating history of Nate and Jared. And um, obviously I didn't have any other boyfriends of significance. I don't think anyone wanted to date me because if you rewind to the beginning of this podcast where I talk about um, my flirting tactics, I guess, or I lightly touch on the fact that I was a little psycho. Um, Drunk Smashly was very um, aggressive. So I, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I would have wanted to date me either. Although I was that aggressive with Jimmy drunk and I and he stuck around. So it's all about finding the one who's going to love you at your drunk aggression. So just just look for that. Look for that person out there. I don't know how this podcast always takes a weird turn. I really enjoy it. I genuinely do. <laughs> so, so much. Hi, friends. I hope everyone's doing okay. It was World Mental Health Day a few days ago, so I posted a little something-something on my Instagram. It's actually a very old picture from Rombauer, and I miss going up to Napa. And, of course, prayers to everyone up there, everyone fighting fires. Sonoma County being on fire again was just a little too much for me to handle. Uh, Scary. It's so crazy. But, you know. Anyways, uh, I post about World Mental Health Day, and if you are here listening to the podcast for the first time, maybe because you also suffer from mental health and you're like, hey, I want to hear what this girl has to say. This is a podcast about, you know, um, sometimes mental health, sometimes physical health, and a whole lot of shit talking. So uh, sometimes um, you need to just let it out and vent it out, and that is what this podcast is for. So I hope that you have found some comfort in listening to this today. And of course, if you ever just need to like bitch about something, that's what I'm here for. Maybe you can come on the podcast and let your venting fly. I 10 out of 10 support. (laughs) Okay, you guys, I have promised myself I'm going to journal today because I have been so off my rocker and I haven't been journaling as I'm talking about mental health. And yesterday I was like, the four things that have helped me, number one, journaling, but I've totally fallen off the deep end on that one. And I'm going to therapy tomorrow. So it's kind of like when you eat healthy, like you try to eat healthy, like leading up to a doctor's appointment because you know your ass is going to get weighed and they're going to judge you. Um, That's what I'm trying to do now. So I'm like, okay, well, I got to do my I got to do my podcast and I got to do my journaling. So that way um, I am taking the steps I say I'm taking as in sharing my story and writing it out. Uh, So Yeah, I'm just I'm doing my homework before I see my therapist. And I really hope that she does not dump me like the last guy did. But uh, if she does, I'm sure you will all hear about it. Okay, you guys, 
I love you all so, so, so much. Thank you so much for listening. Please like, comment, subscribe. Tell a friend about my podcast, you guys. I want this to blow up and I want, you know, to help people and people to listen to this podcast all the time and be like, wow, this was such a great 30 minutes of my life and not like, oh my God, that was 30 minutes I can never get back, which is not true. This is the best and I love it. So tell a friend. I love you all. Okay, bye.